Yo, what's up, people? Welcome back to the South End Cinema Podcast. Your man Leonard back once again. It's been a little while since we've got on the mic and done this, but here we are. I uh, definitely hope to be able to do a few a few more of these um, over the holiday break. Um, you know, we're starting this one off now, so this is a good look. And um, want to also announce that I'll be doing a uh, hopefully. Sometime in the not too distant future, doing a a two hundred one episode on the uh, Look and Listen podcast, calling it a two hundred one because you know the the deep dives that we have done in the past have been one on ones, and this is I think the first time that I'm going to go into a topic that I've already discussed on the show. So, um, and that one I want to do I want to revisit the world of comedy. Been watching a lot of comedy lately. Um, Went to a show a couple weeks ago, saw Maria Bamford. Um, she was funny as hell. I never caught the name of her, um, the person that opened up for her, but she was funny as hell too. So shout out to her. I'm sorry, I don't know what your name is, but really funny comedians. Um, and, you know, I, I have gotten more into comedy lately, you know, just, just for the hell of it. And also just because, you know, we're still dealing with this pandemic and everything, so... You know, you got to kind of lighten the mood sometimes, man. Even if you're doing okay, you know, things can happen and, you know, your mood can change, you know, from one day to the next and all that kind of thing. So, you know, I always try to keep keep a positive, you know, outlook on things and try to have, a, um, you know, a good, good kind of mental, you know, state, try to be in a good, you know, a good state of mind most of the time. Um so, you know, it's kind of a natural thing for me, but also, you know, just, <coughs> excuse me, trying to find something to watch, you know, um, gotten really heavy into the 85 South show material. Um, so we'll, we'll mention that as one of the first things on the, on today's list of what I'm watching, been watching a lot of 85 South show stuff. Um, they have a great YouTube channel and they also just opened up, um, their own app called channel 85. I don't, I haven't uh, subscribed to Channel 85 yet, but I definitely plan on doing it um, in the near future. Um, but yeah, I, I think they were the reason why I really started getting into it like a few months ago. Um, like I said, I've always been a fan of comedy. And, you know, in the, the early days of this podcast or the early days of the Look and Listen podcast, you know, we um, I did an episode about comedy and I had a couple comedians um, on there. I think I had Sarone Russell and Carla Simpson. I don't remember if there was anybody else. I'm just doing this off the head. So if, if there was another person, then um, please forgive me for not mentioning their, their name at this time, but I'm, I'm not looking at anything. I'm just kind of freestyling this. Um, <clears throat> but shout out to Sarone, shout out to Carla and all the other comedians out there. Um, I was watching, I was just scrolling through YouTube one day some months ago, probably like in the spring, I'd say. And I saw L. Duncan from ESPN was was on this show called 85 South Show. And I was like, let me check out L. Like she seems mad cool. Obviously, she's very beautiful. She knows her um, she knows her stuff when it comes to sports and all that. So seems like a really cool lady. And I saw that she was a guest on this show with this comedian that I was familiar with, but I didn't really know, you know, a ton about Carlos Miller. So I was like, let me check that out. They had a great conversation, you know, it was it was funny, of course, because he's a comedian and all that. And I decided to kind of check out, you know, more of what they had on their channel. And, you know, they've got tons of um, 
of of those 85 South Show podcast episodes going back as far as like about five years ago. Um, and then they've got a lot of a lot of their live shows. Um, so if you don't know 85 South, it's uh, Carlos Miller, Clayton English, Chico Bean, and DC Youngfly. They're all um, comedians. You you might have seen these guys like on Wild and Out and different things. If you're watching Hawkeye right now, which is another show that I'll talk about a little later. If you're watching Hawkeye, Clayton English is the guy that's playing um, Grills, the the tall black dude um, with the with the mustache. That's Clayton. Um, so he's funny as hell. Um, it's not a comedic role on Hawkeye or whatever, but it's dope to see him doing, you know, something in the Marvel Universe, part of that crew being, you know, in the Marvel, you know, MCU. Um, <clears throat> so they've got a lot of their live performances on there. Where, you know, before the pandemic, they were touring the country. Um, they had a, a tour called the Ghetto Legends Tour, and uh, they were doing their thing. So I, I watched a lot of those. And then they're back out on the road now, so they've got the return of the the Ghetto Legends, and they're on tour now. Um, I think they're still out there. I know they they've been out there recently. I, they were here in North Carolina not too long ago, maybe about a month ago, <coughs> something like that. Um, I think they came to like Greensboro. They didn't come to the Raleigh area, but I believe they were in um in Greensboro. They may have hit Charlotte as well. So. If you're comfortable with going to to comedy shows and things like that, um, you should definitely go try to check them out. Check out their um, their YouTube channel, and also check out the uh, channel eighty five if you just want to go straight to the source. I think right now their subscription thing is it's like eight fifty a month if you want to do monthly, or you can pay like eighty five dollars for the whole year. And I'm a person that definitely loves that you know pay one time for the year option. So whenever I do sign up for it, then that's what I'm going to do. I just drop them $85 and then be good for, you know, the next 12 months or whatever. So um, definitely wanted to give them a shout. They've been a great source of entertainment for the last however many months. Like I said, probably I got on them probably like in the springtime. Um, if you go look into their, you know, YouTube channel or whatever, you see whatever. Um, whenever L was on the show, that's like when I caught him. So. Um, since then, I've been I've been really rocking with them, and that's made me dive deeper into, um, you know, kind of really get more into comedy again. And it's really just interesting to to hear these these guys just talk talk their shit, um, sample form and all that kind of stuff. Just kind of getting into the the mind frame of a comedian and and what kind of separates them from just the average person that's you know funny. So that's what. I think that was what the goal of the original um, idea was. The original podcast was back in the day, and I think that's that's what we'll try to um, to get into again with this new one. So, um, so that's the first thing, you know what I mean? So look out for that. I'm working on it. I started writing um, some interview questions. I got a lot more to do, and obviously I have to, you know, lock in the guests and all that. But I've, I got a couple people in mind for sure. So, you know, as I get a little further along in the process of writing, you know, writing out my questions, then what I'll do is, you know, like I did, you know, with all the other ones that I did back in in, in the day is, you know, either show them a pretty extensive list of questions or even the complete list just to say, hey, you know, just to let people know, like, I'm, I'm not bullshitting. You know, I'm asking you for some of your time. 
you know, but this is the work that I've already put into it or whatever. So all you got to do is just take a look at this, see if it's something that you want to, you know, you want to do, and then we'll go ahead and get it done. So that'll be out there sometime in the near future or whatever. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Um, So mentioned 85 South and just the whole comedy thing. Um, One of the first things that I want to mention is as far as what I've been watching lately, um, Insecure. Insecure is back. It's the final season. Um, We are now eight episodes in. Uh, There's 10 for the season. Um, I'm just going to say it. I don't really feel like this is the, it doesn't really feel like a last season. Um, as much as people, you know, talk shit about the final season of Game of Thrones, um, that last season felt like a final season. Like it, it felt like we were heading towards an ending to the story. Um, obviously there were things that, you know, you could imagine and, and, you know, we'll see the prequels and whatever comes after that. You know, so in some ways the story may continue, but there was a sense of like, okay, this is it. You know what I mean? Like as as much as people complained about it, it felt like, you know, these are the last handful of episodes of this great show that we've been watching for all these years. And with Insecure right now, it doesn't it just feels like a season. It doesn't really feel like it's the last season or anything special. It's just like a season. Um, And, you know, I don't know where you all are into it or whatever. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I will say this. um, If if you don't even want to hear this, then, you know, earmuffs fast forward about a a minute or two or whatever. And, you know, we'll be on to the next thing. But just to say it, um, just to put it out there um, so y'all know where I stand on this. Two things. All right. So, number one, I don't want Issa to end up with Nathan. He seems like a a decent enough guy, but he's not the guy for her. Definitely not trying to see that happen. And I really believe that Issa and Lawrence need to have several heart-to-heart conversations about their history. You know, they really are the main characters of the show to me. And, you know, even though a lot of, you know, like Kelly and Molly and people like that are very important to the story, the way I always looked at it was like, this is sort of like Issa and Lawrence's story. And, you know, I can go, you know, deeper into it, but I just want to say that, you know, we never really got a chance to see them have a healthy relationship. You know, it seems like they had a good thing going before we dropped in on their lives. And, you know, we saw them at a time where things were getting kind of crazy. You know, Lawrence was down. He was in a depression and, you know, he was really down on his luck. And, you know, it was putting a strain on the relationship and things fell apart and so on and so forth. So we never really had a chance to see them have the good times that, you know, we would hope that they would be able to have with each other. And now they're not even together. And at this point, they've only had one real interaction, and that was at the beginning of the season, maybe like the first episode when um, he picked her up from the airport. And then she told him that she wasn't really comfortable with, um, you know, trying to maintain a relationship with him while he's getting ready to have a child. Um, But as we've seen throughout the course of this series and definitely throughout the course of this season, they have not completely gotten over each other. Like they are, 
they need closure. You know, I, I would like to see them together. It would be cool if if we get some type of time jump and we see that they end up together happily have, ever after. But even if that doesn't happen, that's fine. But I de- I definitely believe that they need to have it, – it probably won't even be one conversation. They need to have a few conversations, whatever amount of time that it takes to really work things out and to really put their relationship, their romantic relationship to bed if that's what they have to do. And I would like to see them be friends. You know, if, if nothing else, I'd like for them to have a good, healthy, friendly relationship with each other, even if they're not, you know, each other's romantic partners or whatever. Um, but where we're at, where we are right now and what we've seen up to this point, I have no idea how that'll happen. Um, we'll see what these last two episodes bring. Um, I'm sure by the time, you know, I'll, I'll come back and we'll talk about it then on, on another episode of like what I'm watching or whatever. Like we got two more episodes to go. So sometime after they finish up, then, um, we'll get back and and we'll talk about whatever happened, but yeah, Nathan got to go and Lawrence and Issa definitely need to talk, man, for real. Um, next up, Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's great. Um, Curb is, is, it's a, I don't even really know how to describe it. It's an incredible show. It's funny as hell. It's like one of those things where like, if you understand the humor of Curb Your Enthusiasm, then I think you'll really understand my sense of humor. Um, if you don't, then that's fine. I mean, it's not, it's, I could, it's one of those things where like, I could see where some people, where some people could sit down and watch Curb and be like, I don't find any of this funny or whatever. Like, and they kind of really don't get it or, or they get it, but it's not really like their cup of tea. And that's cool. But there's also the the group of people that I feel like if they do get it and they do fuck with it, it's like, yo, I really rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you don't have to be a Curb fan in order to, to be cool in my eyes. But if you are a Curb fan, then that gives you extra cool points. You know what I'm saying? So that's really all I got to say about that. Larry is cutting up. He's acting stupid. He's doing all the things that Larry David does. And it's been great. Um, next up, uh, there's a documentary on Showtime called uh, you, Are, you Are Watching Video Music Box. It's about um, the famous New York City. Um, I, I, I wanna, I'm going to say public access. Uh, forgive me if it was on a public access thing, but um, there was a show called Video Music Box that I always heard about, but I didn't grow up in New York. I grew up in Connecticut, so I was close, but you know, I didn't I didn't watch Video Music Box growing up. But it's a great documentary about the show. It's produced by Mass Appeal, which is Nas's company or whatever. He actually is doing the interviews, um, and it's just giving you kind of like the story of hip hop, but also just the story of that show and the importance of that show. Um, you know, shout out to Ralph McDaniels, who was the host, the main host of that show. Um, and and I mean, he had a who's who. Like anybody you could think of that was really popping in the 90s and the early 2000s in hip hop was on that show. A lot of people were on that show before they actually blew up. You know what I'm saying? So there, there would be like somebody like Biggie or Big Pun or whoever who may have been on there when they just had a little song just just playing in New York City before they became Biggie Smalls and Big Pun and whoever else, before they even got to that level, some of these people kind of got their break or the first time that people had a chance to see them 
was on Video Music Box. So if you have Showtime, if you have the app, if you have a subscription, whatever, definitely highly recommend um, that documentary. Once again, it's called um, You're Watching Video Music Box. Um, next up on the list, uh, there's a documentary on HBO Max called What Happened to Brittany Murphy. Um, but also remember, she was an actress. She was in Clueless and, you know, some other things back in the day. And I actually forgot that she passed away. So this documentary is kind of just talking about her life and her death and sort of the mystery behind it. Um, you know, she was married to this guy who kind of seemed like a con man. And there, I'm not going to say that he killed her. I don't, I don't necessarily know if he killed her, but he damn sure didn't help the situation. He didn't, he didn't save her. Um, so there was, you know, some, some controversy and some questions about what happened. You know, it was, I guess it was ruled like pneumonia or something that ended up killing her. But, you know, I think they said she may have had like a lot of drugs in the system and some other things. So definitely recommend that it's on HBO max. It's a, uh, I believe two parts. So you can knock that out pretty quickly. Um, and you'll, you'll see how the story unfolds with her. And then, you know, with the husband and everything. And he actually passed away like a year or two after she did um, in a very similar situation. So it seems like one of those kind of things where, like, he may not have done harm to her or to himself, but he was kind of like an enabler type, um, the type of person who may not be contributing to the the negativity of the situation, but you're definitely not helping things out, you know, so... Really interesting story, you know, rest in peace to Brittany and, uh, you know, condolences to, you know, all her friends and family. Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about real quick is Hawkeye. I mentioned it earlier. Shout out to Clayton English. Um, Hawkeye is on Disney Plus. It's one of the MCU shows that they have on there. Um, I believe this week is um, going to be the fifth of six episodes. And I got to say, man, Hawkeye has been really good. Like when I first um, heard that the show was coming out, I wasn't really, you know, too pressed to watch it, you know, because Hawkeye was just like the regular dude in the Avengers that, you know, didn't have any powers. And, you know, he, he had a bow and arrow like, you know, at least Natasha had guns and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And she was like a highly trained assassin. But Hawkeye never really, you know ate up the screen when he was on, you know, on screen next to Captain America, Thor, um, you know, the Hulk and Iron Man, even just Tony Stark as as an individual before he even got into the suit and everything. So Hawkeye wasn't anything that I was really pressed to watch. But two things, number one, from watching the 85 South stuff, um, well, not even from the 85 material that they have, but as I've gotten into their whole thing, you know, I started following all the guys on um, social media and everything like that. I think I was already following Chico, but I followed everybody else. And I saw Clayton was actually at the premiere of um, Hawkeye. And he was like, you know, taking, he was in the cast picture and, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. So, excuse me. I was like, oh shit, it looks like Clayton is actually in this joint. So I definitely wanted to check it out to see, you know, who Clayton was playing in the show. And um, so it was definitely dope to see that. So that was one of the reasons why I said, OK, you know what? I'm going to actually really follow this show. Wanted to see what he was up to. Um, and I got to say, like, 
the first few episodes really grabbed me like the way that they did it you know and you'll see it if you if you watch it um the way that they kind of retell part of the story of um the big battle that happened at the end of the avengers in new york city the way they sort of reshot it and showed it from another point of view thought that was really dope and um you know seeing him uh interact with this girl kate bishop um has been really dope or whatever so hawkeye has been a surprising surprisingly good show i mean i guess i shouldn't have doubted marvel um you know but it was just one of those things that i was like i'll probably watch it but i ain't really you know pressed to see it like i was like wandavision or um you know any of the other shows that they put out so far but hawkeye has been really good so pleasant surprise there um so check that out if you haven't already um next up uh on hbo max is a doc called a choice of weapons inspired by gordon parks um it's a documentary it's about gordon parks who was a photographer and documentary filmmaker he also you know did movies he did shaft for example um and it's just black creative men and women who are telling the stories about like you know when they saw gordon parks work and the influence that they had on them so people like spike lee um jamel shabazz who was a a, a really dope um photographer in new york city i actually have his book um i'm not looking at it right now so i can't tell you the name of it but just google jamel shabazz um and you should probably see the book it's, it's a bunch of pictures that he took um in new york city like in the 70s and the 80s or whatever just like street photography you know what i'm saying so like regular people walking up and down the street or like b-boys or b-girls doing their thing or you know just just fly people or just stuff that's randomly happening in new york city so he was in there ava duvernay was in there um and a lot of other people and it's just talking about like you know gordon's work his life um you know his life and career and everything and sort of the influence that he had on these other people to do what they do um in in visual arts you know whether it be film tv or um photography so really good watch i enjoyed it um i think i gave it a five star rating on my social media platforms so i definitely think you should check it out um two more things one the 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 comedy thing continues i've been watching martin on hbo max um I think right before Thanksgiving, sometime last month, they they added like Martin, the Jamie Foxx show, um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and I believe In the House, which is was LL's sitcom back in the day. Um, and of those, my favorite one was Martin or whatever. So I've been watching that. I think I'm somewhere in the second season. Um, Martin is still funny as hell to me. It's another one of those things, just like I said about Curb. Where, like, if you don't really rock with it like that, it's cool. I get it. But if you are a Martin fan, like I'm a Martin fan or like I'm a Curb fan, then you just get extra cool points. Um, And Martin is still funny as hell to me. Even though I know what's coming, you know, it's still funny as hell to see certain things. Um, And it was really dope for me to see, like, when I started looking at the actual layout of the episodes, like, how they started to show off. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had some pretty heaven hit heavy hitting episodes some of the more memorable episodes were in like the first season and so it's like they hit the ground running with that joint so that's been a, a great 
thing to kind of re re you know dive into again or whatever just you know on downtime or you know when i need to kill a little bit of time or if i'm up late or something like that just throw on an episode of martin and um you know it's been great so definitely check martin out if you haven't been watching it or want to rewatch it and the last thing is um only murders in the building which is a show on hulu it's a show about um it's got um steve martin and uh martin short um, it's them two, and I forget the young lady's name, but they're starting a podcast. It's like a true crime podcast. Um, so it's a show about there was a murder that happened in the the building. They live in a, a, a New York City uh, high rise apartment building, and this guy gets killed, and they're kind of like trying to figure out what happened. And in the process of them doing that, they're trying to create a podcast about it. So it's a, a true crime podcast about something that happened in their building. Uh, I think I'm like maybe midway through the first season, something like that. I forget exactly where I am. Um, it's starting to get good. I, I mean, not that it wasn't good from the beginning, but I think where I'm at right now seems like kind of like a turning point where things are going to start cranking up. So I'm interested to see how how everything goes with that. Um, so... I'll, I'll keep watching that. I'm sure the next time I do one of these when I'm watching joints, I will uh, mention that again because I should be further along by that point. So, um, you know, we'll kind of put a pin in what I'm saying right now, and then I'll be able to tell you the next time, like, yeah, so things did pick up and blah, blah, blah. But it's been good. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, speak pretty well of it. So it's been pretty cool checking it out so far. So that's pretty much it, man. Like I said, Hopefully I'll be able to, you know, do a little bit more of this stuff um, with some of this free time that I'm going to have over the next few weeks. Um, and uh, definitely want to, you know, get back to work on the uh, the 201 episode on comedy, because, like I said, as I've been watching um, this 85 South stuff and um, I went to a comedy show a couple weeks ago and stuff like that. So I'm really like digging what these people do and i want to kind of dive more into the mindset that they have um kevin hart has a podcast called comedy gold mines which i've also gotten into over the last probably like a month or two ago or whatever where he's interviewing other comedians and this some of what i'm talking about is kind of like in there where he's kind of you know talking to them about their career and you know sort of like their their methods of doing things and, you know, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff is pretty fascinating to me. So definitely looking forward to, you know, finishing up working on that and, you know, booking the people and, and recording that. Um, there'll be more of these here on this, on the uh, South End Cinema joint. And um, shout out to Anchor. Um, this is my first time recording on Anchor. I was on, um, what's the name? I was on Podomatic before. Shout out to them, but I'm trying out Anchor for the first time. So um, hopefully everything will will turn out well and uh, we'll be back soon. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump off this thing and uh, we'll get this out there to you. And um, we'll see you soon on another edition of the South End Cinema, what I'm watching joint. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. It's your man Leonard. I'm out. Peace.